Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope y'all are having a terrific morning, and I uh, hope you guys are staying strong and fit and healthy as always. And be sure to check out the website, the Hyaluronic Acid One Product of the Week. So be sure to check that out. That will be updated on the website in the next couple hours here for a discount as you guys vote in it one. And the first thing that I want to bring up today, because I, I have had numerous discussions with people about this clip, this video, this entire topic. Well, for quite frankly, the last two years I've had conversations about this topic. And uh, it has now come to clear light that it's been very accurate what we have said. Now, a lot of y'all, this is not going to be any type of revelation. Just be honest with you. you most of y'all already knew this because we've talked about it repeatedly. Over the last two years, and it's the very topic of the Pfizer injection and the Moderna injection. Not only we're not even going to get into the safety aspects of that shot and the deadly, deadly side effects that we've witnessed now over the last two years, but the entire premise of what they built this demanded, this forced in some cases, this coerced shot on the entire base of it was the fact that you had to get the shot. To protect me. I had to get the shot to protect you. If you all recall that, that was the entire concept. If you walked into a business or a restaurant in New York or California or Washington State, they asked you for your COVID passport. Europe was horrific about this. In most cases in Europe, there wasn't any place you could go without getting asked for your COVID passport. Y'all remember some of the videos we posted of the Christmas markets in Germany with the vaxxed and unvaxxed lines? The unvaccinated were basically herded in these little stalls by themselves. They could not go out, and they could look at a few little things, and that was it. Of course, if you were vaccinated, you could, you were free to roam around as much as you wanted. And the entire concept of what they built, the COVID passport, the concept of telling everybody you had to get the shot in order to protect grandma and protect your family, well, we told you guys it was a complete lie. Pfizer, uh, Albert Borla admitted that they had very minimal testing on it when they brought it out as far as actually preventing the transmission. It's interesting because for years, actually decades, anytime you hear about a vaccine, it's usually synonymous with immunization, right? You hear the term vaccine immunization, they go hand in hand because the concept has always played the same route. If you get a vaccine, so to speak, it's an immunization, meaning you build an immunity. If you build an immunity, you no longer are going to get it, and you really can't spread it anymore because you now have an immunity to it. Well, that concept went out the window when they started building the RNA gene therapy shot because it wasn't a vaccine and it wasn't an immunization. It was simply gene therapy that they wanted to use as an experiment on the general populace. They told everybody, hey, if you got the shot – you're protected. Hey, if you get the shot, you're protecting your neighbor. That's why your neighbor has to get the shot too. Remember the whole joke we said? If you don't get your shot, I'm not protected. If I don't get my shot, you're not protected. The whole thing was a lie. Well, yesterday, this is a bombshell for a lot of people that have not been awakened yet. European Parliament member Rob Ross posted a video on social media Tuesday, and you can watch the entire video from the sworn testimony from Pfizer's president of international developed markets, Janine Small. And he asked her, and he makes it very, very clear. Was there any testing that showed 
this COVID shot stopped the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? I mean, that's a very simple question, and that's a very, very real question, considering the fact of what they tried to put. They try. They did put millions and, quite frankly, billions of people through that complied with it. It was, you got the shot or else you were essentially a grandma killer. And everybody said, okay, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to kill grandma. <laughs> I, I want to be healthy. You want to be healthy. I'm just going to get this shot to go along to get along. And, well, this Janine Small says no and laughs. Uh, we really had to move the speed of science to understand what was taking place in the market, which I don't even know what that's supposed to mean, considering the fact that you're talking about an RNA gene therapy shot that was never used on human subjects up until this testing with Operation Warp Speed. And uh, yeah, basically she said, no, we didn't test anything. We just kind of wanted to see what would happen. And I have the clip from Rob Roos because he posted on social media and he's he's I mean, you got to remember in Germany, guys, they treated anybody that was unvaccinated over there pretty much like dogs. I mean, you you were a second class citizen for the longest time. And here's the part that I think is really irritating to me about the whole thing. It's bad enough that they did it. It's bad enough that they rolled the shot out. It's bad enough that they knew it didn't do anything but kill people, didn't save anybody. The part that I think irritates me the most is that they are still standing on this peg leg that's collapsing and telling people you still need to get this fifth booster shot in order to stay protected instead of straight up being honest and going, listen, this whole thing was complete and total debacle. It was a sham. We're sorry. We duped you. Um, you know, better luck next time, but you know, don't listen to us on anything else. They're straight up still lying to everybody. And that's what really irritates me. But this video clip here, I want you guys to listen to it. It's about a minute and a half long, and it's with the European Parliament member Rob Roos. And this is what he posted, and then he has the clip and recording of the uh, president of International Developed Markets, Janine Small, on sworn testimony. Go ahead and play that clip real quick, Todd. If you don't get vaccinated, you're antisocial. This is what the Dutch Prime Minister and Health Minister told us. You don't get vaccinated just for yourself but also for others. You do it for all of society. That's what I said. Today, this turned out to be complete nonsense. In a COVID hearing in the European Parliament, one of the Pfizer directors just admitted to me, at the time of introduction, the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus. This removes the entire legal basis for the COVID passport the COVID passport that led to massive institutional discrimination as people lost access to essential parts of society. I find this to be shocking, even criminal. Please watch the video until the end. Voor u, mevrouw Small, heb ik de volgende vraag waar ik een duidelijk antwoord op wil. And I will speak in English so there are no misunderstandings. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanization before um, it entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market.
This is scandalous. Millions of people worldwide felt forced to get vaccinated because of the myth that you do it for others. Now this turned out to be a cheap lie. This should be exposed. Please share this video. I mean, there you go, guys. I mean, we brought this up for the last two years, but there are people that are really starting to wake up now. And this was, again, and I've said this repeatedly, I personally think this is one of the biggest biological weapon platforms that was ever released on the human populace in order to test it out and see what happened. But when you now have <laughs> this individual who's the president of international developed markets flat out saying, no, we took a vaccine that we're claiming was a vaccine and we never tested it at all ever to see if it actually stopped people from getting COVID. What the heck was it then? If it wasn't a vaccine and you didn't test it to see if it stopped transmission and you didn't test it to see if it caused in any type of uh, immunity, then what was it? Because it wasn't a vaccine. And I think we've all already figured out the answer to that question over the last two years. It was a bioweapon. It was a giant experiment released on the human populace to see what RNA gene therapy would do to billions of people. And so I encourage you all. Continue to get this out there. Get the truth out there. Forward the show. I'll put the link to this. You guys can read it, look at it, go through the whole video with her. But this is, as he said, my opinion, downright criminal, as I've said for the last two years. And this has got to be something we continue to push and expose. Because if you've noticed now, the whole COVID topic <laughs> and the mainstream media, y'all noticed how it's kind of dissipated? They're not talking about it all anymore. Everything's Ukraine, Ukraine. Oh, Zelensky's got his, you know, burp cloth on again. He's pitching a fit. He needs another bottle of milk. He needs more surface air missiles. He's on the ground screaming again. He needs another $10 billion. Give, give Ukraine more money. You know, he's, he's pitching another hissy fit. That's all they're talking about. Nobody's talking about what's actually happening right now with this shot, with the side effects over the last one to two years. This is why they're changing the narrative. They do not want people bringing this topic up to discussion. They want people to ignore it and forget about it with our short-term memory we have in the U.S. is what it is. As I said before on this show, I will not drop this topic. I will not forget about this topic, and I am not going to pretend like they didn't do what they just did to us for two and a half years. What do you think, Deb? You know, Austin, I've been uh, answering emails all morning from our listeners, you know, preparing for the show this morning. And, and I've got some interesting topics to cover that, that people have asked me to cover this morning. And, and what's, uh, what's, what's mind boggling to me is that you can still show that clip to people and they still tell you that it's all fake news. It's just it's just completely and totally fake. And then what's the state of Florida issues that that document this week, the you know, beginning of the week, and said that you know people that are getting this COVID shot have a much higher incidence of heart attacks and recommending they don't get it in certain age groups. And that now the scientists around the world are coming out and saying that's all fake news. And so everything's always fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news. And the problem is as long as we've got Fox and CBS and ABC and CNN reaching the bulk of the population, they're always going to believe it's fake news. But now they're starting to get cracks in their foundation because people are beginning to realize that, wait a minute, I don't feel good after my second booster. I have friends that are dying after the booster. Uh, yesterday, I covered a story that said after three shots, you have a much higher incident, three booster shots, of coming down with COVID. And all of this stuff is happening at the foundation works of this. 
So they know their narrative is failing, but in the meantime, they're opening up more bioweapons labs all over the world. I posted an article on that because they're continuing to do our petri dish experiment on the population of this planet because the entities that run the planet from other dimensions, et cetera, et cetera, Genesis chapter 6 again, I guess they want to continue just seeing how they can destroy God's creation. There's a movie I don't recommend it. It's called Prometheus. Don't recommend the movie. Very, very graphic. Don't let kids watch it. But if you're an adult and you understand it's going to be graphic, you can watch it in which this spaceship comes in and lands on a planet that was being used for bioweapon development. And the people who had developed this basically bioweapon labs lived on a different planet. Okay, And they made sure they kept it off their planet. And we, we make sure we keep these bioweapon developments on our planet to make sure that if we want to release them, I guess, these people who run the planet who are always the same people can experiment on how many people they can kill. Now, I'm going to say something that's going to be controversial, which surprise, surprise, I'm going to say something controversial. In my opinion, again, it's, just, and I, it's my thought of why they're doing this. You know, we had this thing with Zelensky start, you know, six months ago with this war in the Ukraine. And Russia basically did not engage, period. They didn't, they didn't engage. They were doing very strategic, tactical strikes, trying to take certain parts of the Ukraine and basically put them into Russia. But in the meantime, the entire world has come in now and has focused, like Austin has said, forgot, they have forgotten about the COVID narrative, and they're pushing this whole narrative on the Ukraine. And this madman that we have in the White House is being used as a spokesperson to push the entire war narrative for the whole planet. Now, I've told you before, I don't believe we're going to have a thermonuclear war that's going to engulf the entire planet. I still don't believe that. But I have said there could be a limited amount of people going into war with false flag nuke detonations or pseudo-nuke, fake nuke detonations to say we have a radiation cloud. The government last week just said that they were basically stockpiling radiation drugs for people and they bought hundreds of millions of these drugs in order to be able to distribute them in the event of a quote-unquote nuclear holocaust to the people who needed them most probably in the military, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the question I pose to you guys now, and I, just, and I thought about it this morning. How perfect of a narrative do we have? That we have all of these people, 80% of the population of the planet now, injected with a bioweapon that could be activated, we find out now what some people are saying, by 5G. We have 5G towers all over the entire planet now. Hundreds of billions, if not trillions of dollars have been spent globally to put up 5G networks. And we're having some scientists say that if a certain frequency is put through the 5G towers, that we can basically cause all types of problems with humans, including having things start growing like Morgellons in the body – and also having nanolipid particles open up and releasing things into the human body that are basically encapsulated right now because of the COVID toxicity and the poisoning of the shot and the application of this technology directly into humans. In addition to that, we've got the Starlink satellites that have been placed all over the planet. You have to ask yourself a question. How do these things get placed up and how come we haven't seen you know, hundreds of rockets going up into the air? Just, just, a, just a strange question I thought I'd ask you that, which goes back to the show that I did a few months ago on Sir Isaac Newton being a Kabbalist and all the theories that he came up with and all the constants that he used in order to try to explain how the universe works. Just, I'm not going to go there today, but I've done the, I did a whole show on that a few months ago. You guys can look it up under Sir Isaac Newton. You'll see it in the topics. But here's the question I ask you. What better way of turning on 5G and having a huge amount of deaths, billions of people dying globally, Blaming it on radiation poisoning, but when it was in fact COVID shot poisoning. Now, I'm asking Whoa. that question. I'm, I'm not Whoa. saying, Austin, Austin, I've never <laughs> talked to you about this before. No. But, 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 but I want everybody to think like that. If you've, if you've basically taken 
you know, 5.6 billion people and you've injected them with a, with, a, with a kill shot, with a death weapon, and you have to cover it. And now you're doing nuclear war, nuclear war, nuclear war, nuclear war, radiation, 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 radiation. And now all of a sudden you decide that you want to go ahead and implement your 5G and your Starlink satellites, but you're going to have to implement it via a false flag. The quote unquote radiation release in the Midwest is traveling southeast across the entire United States. Warning, warning, warning. Get your meds in now. Get your meds in now. And there was no radiation leak. There was no nuclear bomb. There was nothing. <laughs> there wasn't even a war. There was nothing. But now they released that in the news. Watch the movie Wag the Dog. Oh, New York, false flag, false flag, nuclear weapon attack, radiation warning, warning. Now you start seeing people dying and dropping dead in the streets. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We're at nuclear war, but you never see a mushroom cloud. It's all radiation traveling in the clouds. And now this silent death radiation is killing hundreds of millions of people in the United States, billions globally. And now you go, wow, look at this. People look. Wow. The people who weren't vaccinated, they have some type of strange immunity against this radiation poisoning. Why is that? Okay, and we can they can spin it and spin it and spin it and spin it. And just it's nauseating what they do. And they lie and they lie and they lie. That's why you have never heard us push the global thermonuclear war scenario on this show. I will not do that because I don't believe that's going to happen. But I do believe they can do a false flag and cover up this death rate associated with these people that have been injected. Now you think, gosh, Ted, that is way out there. I know that's way out there. I was just praying about it this morning and I picked up on that and I thought, whoa, that could be a cover. Because why is it that we are so engulfed in a country the size of Texas called the Ukraine that is basically a non-significant player, one of the most corrupt countries in the world, and all they do is do the media, 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 media on this. And you start to realize we got some serious, serious issues in here as far as the population of this planet, the population of the United States, just believing all the lies they've been told without questioning the narrative. They no longer have reasoning skills. The fluoride has dumbed the population down so bad they never question the narrative. The fluoride, the hormones, the chemicals, all of this stuff have allowed the people of the United States and globally, including the Germans, which are unbelievably stupid now. I'm sorry to pick up my German friends, but come on, guys, really? With all the stuff that's happened in your country, with Merkel opening up the borders and everything else has happened over there, and you know, the senile one in our country opening up the borders, these people are all being controlled via the World Economic Forum. They're all being controlled via the international banking cartels. They're all being controlled by their State Street, Vanguard, BlackRock, Bloodline family investors. This is the group that does everything. It's always the same group. I had another gentleman call me this morning. He just sent me an email. And he told me he just read the book The Bad War by Mike King. He said, wow. He goes, I knew it was bad, but I didn't know we were lied to like this. It's, this book's free. The Bad War, you probably can't find it under Google. They're probably going to block it. You may have to use DuckDuckGoGo, but you get a free PDF on the, on the Bad War. And it talks about what really happened in World War II. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. My mom, my grandfather were there, and they told me stories of World War II. They were there in person. They went through it all. They saw the bombers, the B-17s coming over and blitzkrieging and bombing and destroying cities. They were there. They were hiding in the basement. Okay? They were putting the blankets over their windows so the light couldn't get through and they couldn't do bomb sites on that house. They were doing that. My, my, they told me that, and what they say in that book lines up exactly to what my parents and my grandparents told me happened in that war. Now, they were there. They said, well, I don't agree with that war. Okay, I don't agree with that book. Okay, whatever. Just read it. Just read it. But then we have to ask ourselves another question. You know, We've got you know, in another listener sent me this morning. I didn't even realize this. We have to look at Edward Bernays, 
And you think, why do we have to look at Edward Bernays? He was the father of advertising, the father of mass mind brainwashing in the United States. He was the one who basically decided that, you know, what they were going to do and how they were going to do it to control the group thing over 100 years ago. He's the same one that Goebbels used as a template to brainwash the German population into believing the lies that Hitler and he were putting out. And you have to understand, this guy was cousins to Sigmund Freud. They worked together. They were both Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan, worshippers of the devil, Satanists, weirdos. Okay? They both were, Bernays and Freud. And Freud completely tore up the entire country with his weird stuff on sexuality, and Bernays took the, took the entire country under control by his propaganda machine. And he did. Both of them did. But let's talk about Mark Randolph now. I was told this this morning by one of our listeners, and I thought, I'm going to bring this up. Mark Bernays Randolph. Oh, my gosh. His middle name is Bernays. That's odd. Born April 29, 1958. is an American tech entrepreneur, advisor, and speaker, and he's the founder and the first CEO of Netflix. So he started Netflix. Okay, that's interesting. Let's look at his, let's look at his early life and education, and then te- you tell me. You tell me that it's not the same people all the time doing this, this synagogue of Satan. You go and tell me that it's not, and I'll show you this again. Netflix, the number one series right now is Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, yeah, that's the, the weirdo like to kill and eat people you know, program that everybody wants to watch now on Netflix, which is unbelievably perverted. They just came out with another unbelievably perverted video, which I tell you – ask you not to watch called Blonde. It was a complete and total fictional story of Marilyn Monroe, which is basically X-rated. I mean you don't even need to see that filth. It's a horrible, horrible program. I watched the first couple of minutes of it. I said, this is it. I'm done. This is horrible. I'm not gonna, and all the reviews on it are absolutely awful. Netflix watches that too. But who is Netflix? Who is this founder? What do they believe? You know, And they did, I think, Stranger Things, that movie, that whatever was a pretty big show on Netflix. That had great results, and that actually had the first few episodes. That was pretty good, and they were talking about MK Ultra Mind Control. But then it shifted right into promoting Satanism by fourth or fifth you know, season. I mean it's awful. I've come in and slammed that show before too. And that's what they do, don't they? They plant the seed. They get people to watch it. Then they always twist and they contort it and they pervert it. So let's find out who he is. Early life and education. Randolph was born to a Jewish family. I'm reading right from Wikipedia. Don't fuss at me. Randolph was born to a Jewish family in Chapequa, New York, the eldest child of Stephen Bernays Randolph, an Austrian-born nuclear engineer and Muriel Lipchick of Brooklyn, New York. One of Randolph's parental great-granduncles was psychoanalyst Sigmund Freud. Wait a minute. He's related to Sigmund Freud? <laughs> Another paternal great-uncle of Randolph was Edward Bernays, an Austrian-American pioneer in the field of public relations and propaganda, and Randolph spent his summers during high school and college working for the National Outdoor Leadership School. Okay, this guy is steeped in mind control. He is steeped genetically in controlling the population through groupthink with Freud and, and Bernays both in his genetic line, and we wonder – why these people are always pushed up into these power positions and always given this money, this unlimited amount of money through the international banking cartels to start their little investment things. And you can also look at Amazon. You can look at you know, Netflix. You can, look at, you can look at all these other big companies, Microsoft, and how these people had unlimited amounts of money, and they were basically all involved indirectly or directly with international banking cartels and the Federal Reserve Banks. And when you understand how they do this, you start to realize that these people are front guys that are being used and being put in these positions of power and given great wealth. Because they're following the narrative of what they want to tell us. So Netflix puts out more filth than any other thing I've ever seen. They claim they have over 200 million subscribers, and they put out more trash. They'll start a show really good. 
it's always the third or fourth or fifth episode. It goes queer. It goes lesbian. It goes perversion. It goes satanic. Always. Or it's the second or third season, like they did with Stranger Things. They start getting really twisted and really weird, and you start going, okay, something's wrong here. No, it's not. It's manipulation of groupthink. So now Jeffrey Dahmer is the second highest viewed Netflix program, which I have not watched that, nor will I watch that. I was at Florida State University when Ted Bundy was there back in 1977, 78, when he did his absolute perversion stuff that he did. And he was executed 10 years later. And he was told – and he told Doug – um, Focus on the family guy, James Dobson, when he was being interviewed before he was executed via the electric chair here in Florida, that he had started watching pornography and watching filth when he was younger. And it had twisted his mind so much that he wanted to act out on the things that he had seen. And basically, he was repentant of what he had done, but he blamed it all on Satanism and watching this pornography garbage. So we need to realize, again, who runs, who runs the pornography industry out of Hollywood? That would be the synagogue of Satan again, complete and total Luciferian Mind control. That's all it is, in which they trigger a man's nucleus of Cubans to get addicted to watch this stuff, and the guy gets hooked on it and starts watching it and watching it and watching it until they basically if, – if, if they can't control themselves and their lust from what they're watching, they start spending hours and hours and hours and hours a day and all weekend watching this filth until they get more and more perverted. It's best just to turn that crap off, and if you can't control yourself, just get rid of your internet. Honestly, it really is. You can't. You gotta. You gotta figure out what you're gonna do with this stuff because it's everywhere, and you gotta be able to control yourself. It's so important, guys. Listen to me. The the, the fabric of our society was completely and totally fractured with feminism and with the welfare state and with the pornography and all the stuff that they've done. And it's always the same people through the Frankfurt School, the same group of synagogue of Satan people again did it again. They're the same people that took down Building 7. They're the same people that caused the fall of ancient Israel through the use of sacrificial rituals of their children to the ancient Canaanite gods of Baal and Asher and Moloch. It's the same group. It's always the same entities that do this. And you say, well, why doesn't anybody else talk about this on your sh other than your show? I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess because so many were compromised because they've been bought off and paid for by their sponsors or they basically have other things in their lives that are so bad and they're being blackmailed by their sponsors. Uh, one of our listeners sent me an email this morning and said, why is it so-and-so never talks about this? And why don't they talk about this? And why they never mentioned Zionism? Why they never mentioned the Schofield Bible? And why when someone calls into their show are they slammed repeatedly and basically hung up on or yelled at because they're bringing this up? I'm telling you why right now, because they're compromised by the same group that has pushed this narrative. So we need to understand that. If we understand it, we can look at it and we can focus on it and say, wait a minute. Why are they pushing the Ukraine? Why have they built 5G? Why have they used Operation Warp Speed and Donald Trump as a mouthpiece to go to the conservatives who still won't look at the fact of what he is, who he is, and what he's done, and why he's still pushing the kill shot? Why is it that Donald Trump has been told supposedly – that his children to get high-level positions in the New World Order. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but I've read that and seen that too, if he goes along with the narrative. Why is it that Trump made a sport out of having sex with other people's wives and basically laughed about it and books were written about it? And one of my best friends in Palm Beach was warned by one of Trump's best friends not to let his wife, my friend's wife, get near Donald Trump because he would try to seduce her because it's what he did. Who in the heck wants to support a person who's that perverted? But it doesn't matter, does it? It's the Donald. It's the plan. It's the plan. He's playing nine-dimensional chess. Yeah, he's playing nine-dimensional chess on how to screw, excuse my language, other men's wives. That's what he plays. And forgive me for the vernacular there. I probably need to make this a non-kids show today. But the reality is, is this. Why would we support that and say the guy's a Christian after he brought us red flag gun laws in Florida? 
He brought us ATF with all kinds of new powers and bump stock guns and all the rest of the stuff. And then basically said that he wanted to be the most pro-gay president in the history of the White House. Why, 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 why? Why can't we see what he's done? Why can't we see in 1988 that he was bought out of bankruptcy by Rothschild Inc., by Wilbur Ross? Why can't we see any of that? Well, because we don't want to see it. The Bible says light's coming to the world, but the world's preferred the darkness. And we were so desperate. We were so desperate for a savior, the secular world was, that we saw Donald Trump as such. Because we took our hearts and we took our minds and we took our eyes off of Jesus, who is the savior for all of us. If we go back to the word of God, if we call it out for what it is, and we allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit, listen to the last two days of this broadcast on Monday and yesterday. If we allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit, and we stand in aggregate as a family of believers, and we say no, no, and no, and how about no, I don't believe this, they won't be able to turn us every which way but loose anymore. But that's what they're doing to us. Not this show, not you guys. You guys are absolutely brilliant. I've got some of the best letters I've ever had today. You guys are amazing. But listen to me. Look at what's going on. Why is it Ukraine? Why is it nuclear war? Why is it radiation toxicity? Why are they trying to cover up what's happening with the COVID shot? Why are they not talking about it anymore? Why is the national news media not talking about the Florida coming out and saying, don't get the shot? Why is the national news media not playing the same clip that Austin played this morning? Why? Because they don't want you to put one plus one equals two together because they have put some kind of spell over you. And I mean that very sincerely. Not over my listeners, not over you guys. You guys are brilliant. But they have put it over the hearts and the minds of the people in the United States so they cannot believe and know the truth and the entire planet. They control the energy fields around the planet, just like they did in Genesis chapter 6, where every thought of every mind was evil all of the time. That's where they're taking us right now, guys, because that's why Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, that's Genesis chapter 6, so shall it be upon my return. And in the days of Noah, every thought was evil all of the time. That's what they're trying to do to us. Don't let them mess with your head like this. Don't do it. I talked to you guys yesterday about the heroes of this story, the non-vaccinated and all that crap that we've had to endure through this. Guys, how do you know we're not going to be the only ones left after this? I'm asking you that question. What if they kill every single person that's been vaccinated? I'm going to give a little little break here for people. A lot of people were injected with placebos. They weren't the real vaccines, period. That's that's happened also. So a lot of people are going to be out there that aren't going to have problems associated with vaccinations. But I got a feeling that everybody who's getting these boosters after booster after booster after booster after booster after booster, after booster it ain't going to stop. Well, they said they got 60 more boosters on the pipeline. More. You're, 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 you're selfish if you're not vaccinated. You're selfish if you're not having a booster. You're selfish. You're a mama, grandma, neo-Nazi hater if you're not a vaccinated person. This is Edward Bernays crap, guys. This is this is complete and total psychological manipulation. This is MK Ultra 101. This is Tavistock Institute shell shock. That's what they're doing to us. Don't let them do that to you. You keep your hearts. You keep your minds in Jesus, for he is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter of our faith. And we can do all things through Christ, including resisting this stuff and not allow them to brainwash us because we have to look at Jesus as the finisher of our faith and the one who gave his life for us and was resurrected by God Almighty. And now he sits at the right hand of God the Father. We've got to realize that we can do all things through him. Austin, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? Wow. <laughs> that was a great segment. And, I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff i got to follow on that, and there's a lot of stuff i got to cover. Um, straight up, that was 100% accurate. 
I didn't even think about that until you brought it up. Just I mean, you didn't tell me this before the show about side effects from alleged radiation exposure. And I say alleged very succinctly because I pulled up while you were talking, I pulled up radiation effects on the heart. It's interesting. You go into research radiation and it talks about radiation therapy and radiation exposure. And it says radiation heart disease is a very significant range of heart problems that occur due to radiation therapy and radiation exposure. And it can include Arteries that carry blood to the heart muscle as far as they start to collapse, blood clots, tissues that cover your heart, pericarditis, short-term inflammation in the heart. Over time, tissues may become tough and fibrous and unable to function properly. This includes pericarditis and pericardial effusion. These conditions generally occur within weeks to months after radiation exposure. Now, Again, I'm not saying this is what's going on at all. I'm not saying this is going to be the narrative. I'm just pointing the fact out there that this is very strange to me, like Dad said, that they're putting this nuke, 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 nuke narrative every single day. And if you guys have noticed on this show, I don't bring this topic up very much with Putin, with Ukraine, with much of any of it when it comes to the entire nuclear I guess you could say warmongering, because as I've said repeatedly, and I've said this from the very beginning, I think majority of this is theater. <laughs> as Dad clearly said, this is a country that's smaller than the size of Texas, and we've somehow allowed this country to dictate the entire, entire global policy of nuclear engagement. <laughs> I mean, let's be real here for a second, guys. The country smaller than Texas is now dictating nuclear policy for the entire world. I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. It's complete and total nope. nonsense. And then what's interesting enough, you know, people want to talk about, well, it's atrocities and war. Guys, listen, as Dad said earlier, my grandma, Ted, Dad's mom, she was a World War II survivor. I knew multiple people that have come back as well from the Middle East and engagements of war, many of them, close friends, combat veterans. War never is good for anyone. I can tell you that right now. Nobody, nobody comes back from war the same they did, the same as they were when they left. It doesn't happen. It's horrible. But yet somehow Ukraine has now become the main focus for every single news outlet, every single nuclear policy, every single, say, rules of engagement. But yet when's the last time you heard about Yemen? Mm-hmm. When's the last time you heard about Yemen? Oh, oh, that's right. Nobody talks about Yemen, do they? Yemen's had a civil war going on since 2015 that's been an entire bloodbath. With at least at minimum over 10,000 civilians have been butchered and killed with mortar shells and machine guns and the list goes on and on and on. That war has been going on. 2014, 2015, they said. Okay. Oh, well, why, why don't we talk about that? Ironically enough, if you pull up the reports, the United Nations has described the situation, and I quote, the UN has described the Yemen war as the world's worst humanitarian crisis in history. The war in Yemen. When's the last time you heard Fox bring that up? About the UN saying that over in Yemen or CNN or any of them? Hmm? When's the last time you heard about that? Oh, that's right, because you haven't. They're saying that now over 
24 million people in that region are starting to starve because of the conflict that's happening in Yemen. Hmm. You know, I don't, I don't recall hearing anything on CNN about Yemen or Fox or CBS. Isn't that strange? This global conflict with Ukraine somehow takes precedent over every single other conflict in the entire world, including Yemen, where they're saying now over 24 million people are now starting to basically starve out. And the UN has described it, and I quote, as the world's worst humanitarian crisis. Guys, it's because they want you to focus on Ukraine. It's just like the movie Wag the Dog. Lana and I watched that a couple months ago, and I had not seen it in quite some time. And I watched it, and I was – I was kind of taken back because, you know, I had seen it years ago in college and I was like, oh, it's a crazy movie. When I watched it now, I was like, this movie was done in the 90s and it literally is applicable to right now, 2022. It's still active. Be very, very cautious on what you're focusing on in the mainstream media. This is one of the reasons why I do not have television anymore. I don't have cable. It's funny. It was, um, it was two weeks ago now. I went over to good friend's house. They were having a birthday party for their six-year-old daughter. So we brought the kids over there. It was a good time. And they had a football game on. Okay. And it was on television. They had cable and everything. And we were sitting on the couch and me and two other buddies were talking, you know, just having conversations. And the football game was on, but we were primarily having conversations about pretty much this real stuff. And I kept kind of watching the television. And out of the corner of my eye, I kept realizing oh my gosh, this football game has more commercials than it does football coverage. And then I started to actually watch it, and I realized the entire basis of every single commercial, probably 80 to 90%, it was pharmaceutical drugs. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, it was the middle of the doggone football game, suddenly a commercial pops up. We're getting a hold of everybody right now and encouraging them to get your COVID booster because it is so important right now for you to be protected and safe. And I thought to myself, Dad, I was sitting there thinking, how do you get the vast majority of people to go along with a lie? Kerbal said it so succinctly. Say the lie repeatedly and say it over and over and over and over and over again and make the lie so big, make it so big that nobody will actually question if it's a lie or truth because people will literally step back and say, no, there's no way this could be a lie because it's so big. That's literally what they just did to everybody. And that's why I played that clip beginning of the show with the European, the European parliament member, with the Pfizer director. No, we didn't test it at all on providing immunization or preventing transmission. We didn't test it all because why? Oh, the speed of science that we were working with. That's what she said, the speed of science. This is why I make the comment all the time, and people, the people laugh at me. I talk to them in person. They're always like, you always say this. You know, well, it's science. You know, we got to do it because it's science. And this is a – if you guys have ever been around me now, it's kind of a like it, – it's a comment that I make all the time just to be sarcastic when stupid stuff happens. And I'm like, oh, the, oh, the trash, the garbage, garbage guys didn't pick up today. It's Thursday. Oh, well, it's science. That's, they didn't pick up. It's because it's science, and I use it sarcastically all the time, and a lot of people find it humorous, but, and that's why I mean for it to be. But in reality, I mean it as a true sarcasm towards what they have done to us over the last two years because if you recall, everything was science. We're shutting you down for two weeks. 
Remember, you're essential or you're not essential. We're, we're, we're determining which one you are uh, because we have now stated that you're not an essential worker. You can't open your business. But you are essential, Costco, Sam's, Walmart. You guys are essential. Um, but, you know, you have this game store over in Tampa. You know, you have this church. This, uh, you know, you're not essential. You're, you're not important enough to be open and make a living. So we're telling you right now you have to close your business. And if you don't, we're going to arrest you. But but why? Well, because because it's very simple. It's for your safety and protection because of science. You go, well, that doesn't even make sense. So you are just now arbitrarily picking what things you're going to shut down because you are now the rulers of science? Well, yeah, that's what we are. It's, it's for your safety, though, bro. We're, we're doing it to protect you. you got to understand that. We're not doing it to be harmful. We're doing it to protect you. This is what they're continually doing. Now, I saw in Seattle, Washington, Alaska – has now the Alaskan Department of Fishing Game has now canceled snow, red, uh, and blue king crab seasons for 2022 and 2023, which is enormous for the North Pacific fishermen. If you guys know this, they've now canceled. They said you are not allowed to go out. You cannot go. You cannot go get crab anymore. You cannot harvest crab. Period. Because we have found that we do not feel the crab, the crab. I guess basically the population is large enough yet, so. Just not essential. And all these fishermen are going, dude, this is how we make a living for the last 50 years. We harvest king crab, blue crab, red crab. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, yeah, we realize that. But uh, we, we determined that uh, there's not enough of them. So we're just shutting it down. And they're now stating here that this is going to produce over $500 million in losses for fishermen, half a billion dollars. Now, for Pfizer <laughs> or the federal government, half a billion dollars is pretty much, you know, <laughs> pennies in the in the can. They don't care because, I mean, all they have to do is either print more money or produce more toxic drugs, and they make that right up. But when you're talking about fishermen, I mean, these guys, they make good money, but dude, this, is, this is huge. All of a sudden, shutting it down. Now, why is it? Is it because all the stuff that's happened – as far as with the radiation leak over in Fukushima, is that happening? They don't want to talk about it? Or or is it because they don't want anybody going and harvesting this stuff independently? They want to control the market on it. As I've continued to be in this, in this realm of work, I've noticed now, and I've told you guys this before, Amazon is continuously buying up everything in the market. Now, I'm not saying they're involved in this at all, so don't put words in my mouth. But what I am seeing all across the board is that Amazon is buying up companies. They're acquisitioning certain companies. They're buying up products, and they're deleting products, building products, and they're controlling the market further and further to the point where in 10 to 15 to 20 years, are you even going to have independent crab harvesters, or are you simply going to have Amazon Prime crab harvesters that – do the crab harvesting, and they're going to come in and bring it. I'm just speculating. This is what people are starting to realize all across the board, and this is why, my friends, I have been so vocal on telling people to make sure you continually wake up your friends, your family, and everybody else the best you can. At least bring the topic up. I saw an article earlier this week, and it said – UK homes are now facing three-hour power cuts over winter as National Grid plans UK blackouts. 
guys, this is United Kingdom. <laughs> this isn't Ecuador. This isn't Colombia. This isn't, you know, South America. This is the UK. They're now warning the residents of the United Kingdom to expect three-hour blackouts at a time. They're saying, we're having to do this to save money and back Britain. That's literally the statement they're using. And I quote, save money and back Britain by using, more, by using less energy in different peak times. And of course, why are they doing this? Well, you got to remember, we're doing this to save Ukraine. You know, you you got to you got to you got to protect Ukraine, guys. And by the way, when you get done uh, at the end of the year, you need to donate all of your extra cash to Ukraine because you know it's it's for their safety and protection. The entire thing, and Dad said this so succinctly, we have now allowed one country smaller than Texas to start dictating nuclear policy and energy policy for the entire world. I don't buy it, guys. It is, in my opinion, the first rollout of the concept of climate change control of coming in and saying, hey, listen, guys, you got to you got to do without we're going to we're going to shut your power off between, you know, midnight and three. It won't affect you. You'll be sleeping. We're going to shut the shut the grid off. It's you know, it's again, it's for your safety and protection so we can keep the grid going because we don't have enough gas because, you know, of course, we have to boycott Russia because Russia is bad. Everything about Russia is bad. You go, well, why is Russia bad? Well, because we said Russia's bad. I mean, you, did you not get the memo? Russia's bad. Okay? Russia's bad. You can't have heat for three hours. End of discussion. Guys, this is United Kingdom. This is the country that's supposedly, you know, the leader in a whole lot of stuff. Why are they doing it? Again, you come up with your own conclusion. I've told you my opinion. Realize there's a whole lot of lies and narratives that are floating around right now that they want you to believe. You've got to think outside the box and realize what's happening and continue to wake up as many people as you can in your circle. What do you think, Deb? You know, I always think about Antarctica. <laughs> I always uh, here we go. really down there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking that you're talking and you're right about the Ukraine and that we've covered that. But, you know, what the heck's going on in Antarctica? I mean, you know, nobody's allowed to fly across Antarctica. I mean, if supposedly we can fly from South America to Africa across Antarctica, and it's a quicker distance like it is supposedly from flying from, you know, the United States to England going across the North Pole. Why is it that we're not allowed to fly across Antarctica for our protection? Austin, we're coining that phrase for you this morning. And if you fly down there and you decide you're going to take a jet across the bottom of the planet, suddenly you're intercepted by you know fighter pilots. You got to ask yourself a question: Where did they come from? <laughs> There's no, no bases down there. That's the yep. question. <laughs> and secondly, they're told that you, you're told that for your protection, you have to land. And then if you don't land, they just shoot you down. And so, uh, you know, as a pilot, you know, I was told repeatedly, you know, in my training, you know, we don't get near Antarctica, blah, blah, blah. We don't fly from, you know, South America to Africa. We don't do that. And uh, we just don't do any of that stuff. We just basically just take the government's word for what's going on in Antarctica. So what's in Antarctica? You know, I have no idea. But I can guarantee you something ain't right down there. I can say that to you. And so we need to understand that that continent down there is a mystery. I mean, are the rulers of the planet, are they housed down there? I mean, were they down part of that Nazi base if that's where they were working with these entities down there? I don't know. Don't know. All I can do is tell you this. There's some weird stuff going on with everything they've told us and all the lies they've pumped to us, and we have to continue to change the narrative. Remember when Tesla and supposedly uh, Marconi, they said, started the radio, but it was actually Tesla, and Tesla had his working cliff tower, 
and he basically cranked that thing up, and all of a sudden you had the Tunguska you know, explosion in Russia on the other side of the planet. And some say it was because he cranked that thing up and was going to transmit a powerful energy bomb or weapon or energy field, and basically it caused that massive destruction in Russia because of the energy field that was created. This whole planet's made out of energy, and it's through Jesus all things are held together. It is through the Holy Spirit that we are permeated by God's love throughout the entire universe. We've done entire shows on this, and we need to ask ourselves a question. I mean, you know, you know Rebecca sent this to me, you know, and, and I'm not sure about how accurate it is, but let's talk about, you know, back, you know, in the early 1900s when they started doing all of this broadcast and they started putting all of this distant stuff out there, and then suddenly we had the 1918-1920 H1N1 influenza, which killed 40, 50 million people globally. And then in 1979, Japan launched, launched the 1G, and then suddenly you ended up with H1N1 subtype of influenza. And then in 1991, it was launched in Finland, a digitally encrypted phone calls, and all of a sudden you had the 1991-1994 cholera outbreak. And some of these probably aren't even related to, the, to what's being released as far as the energy fields, but they're disrupting the energy field of the planet. Then you had 3G launched in Japan in 1998, and also you started having bird flu influenza again. Then you had a 3G upgrade in 2003. Then you started having SARS virus. And then, it's, and then all suddenly the 4G was lost in Sweden in 2009. Suddenly you had a swine flu, H1 influenza again. And then, of course, we know what happened in 2019. We launched worldwide with 5G, and suddenly we had COVID-19. Suddenly we had acute respiratory diseases. Suddenly we started having all kinds of things like facial recognition and face fingerprint recognition and scanners and all these crazy things out there that are being used now to basically enslave us and entrap us. Now, whether or not this is all just coincidence or whether or not this is something that was related to this, I don't know. But what I'm saying is this. It seems as though whenever we put energy fields through the energy field that is this planet, we disrupt the energy field, kind of like putting a virus into it. That's why I said at the beginning of the show, how do we know when they crank this whole thing up with these satellites and with this 5G? We know that Morgellons, when it's exposed to blue light, starts growing like crazy, starts replicating like unbelievably fast. We know We've all been sprayed with more gelons because of all the crap they've sprayed on us from the chemtrails and all the geoengineering they've done. So is it, again, a giant population reduction scheme that's being put to us by the people who rule the planet, the real rulers, the entities from the other dimensions? Remember, the Bible tells us that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against these other entities that rule the planet. And we've got to keep that in our hearts and our minds. Now, this morning, we probably had a really, we had a really good question that came in. And, and it was it was it was it, was, it dealt with the, you know uh, uh, with eating. And I had one of our good friends and listeners out of Canada contacted me. He goes, well, you know, you talk about biblical nutrition, and he started asking me different questions. I want to cover this real quick. You know, in the Old Testament, there were four precepts in the Old Testament: God's relationship to man, man's relationship to man, the dietary laws, and the sanitary laws. When Jesus came, he forever changed man's relationship to man and God's relationship to man. Period. But the sanitary laws, like you know, making sure you use a toilet and bury your, your feces and all the other stuff, never got changed. You know, the dietary laws never got changed. Now, they gave us the slack in Acts chapter 15 because what they were trying to do, they were trying to force the Gentile believers turning to God to get circumcised as adults. And they got into a big fight about this, which I can understand that actually. And, and then they said in Acts 24, chapter 15, Acts, Acts 15, chapter verse 24 – we, we basically start talking about what happened as far as the food that we're supposed to eat. And here's what it says. So we all agreed to choose some men and send them to you with our dear friends, men who risked their lives, therefore sending you to Judas and Silas. But it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us not to burden you, like don't have to get circumcised, with anything beyond the following requirements. You abstain from meat sacrificed to idols and from blood. Okay, 
and you, and you basically – and the meat of strangled animals and from sexual immorality. It says you will do well to avoid such things. And so they're talking right there about what needs to be done for New Testament believers. So I mean – so you're not supposed to eat food sacrificed to idols. Now, because remember, they were still sacrificing idols. You're not supposed to – that means – from blood, it means you've got to be kosher killed, killed the meat properly, and from the meat of strangled animals and from sexual immorality. Now you say, well, that, that has a lot to do with dietary laws again. Yeah, three out of the four things deal with dietary laws. And then Timothy addresses the issue too also. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 4, and I've quoted this many times. I quoted it yesterday, part of it. The Spirit clearly says that in latter times some will abandon the faith and, things, and follow the deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose conscience has been seared with a hot iron. They forbid people to marry, and they order them to abstain from certain foods. Now, if you look at that word foods right there, that means broma. That, you look it up in the Greek. Do it yourself. Look at, look at the exhaustive concordance. Foods, it also says meats in the King James Version. It means broma, B-R-O-M-A, which means foods that have, been, that have been sanctified according to Levitical law. Now, you can look it up yourself. So let's, let's insert the meaning of this. They forbid people to marry, and they order them to abstain from foods which have been sanctified according to Levitical law, which means you don't eat pork. Right? That's what it says. Which God – he said these foods have been sanctified by Levitical law. It says, which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. Then he goes on to say, for everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected. If it is received with thanksgiving because the sentence before that said it's sanctified by Levitical law. And then it goes on to say – it reaffirms it in verse 5. Because this food is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. The word of God is the Torah. When this book was written, it was the Torah. The Torah, the Torah, the Torah. There were five books of the Old Testament that God was given by Moses. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, which specifically said you don't eat certain types of foods. So now it goes on to say in the Bible that you know all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. And it says, you know, should we be involved with unbelievers, et cetera, et cetera? It says, touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. It reverts right we quote right back in Corinthians to, to Leviticus. So here's the quandary that we have as Christians. If we're gonna eat right and eat clean, and we want to keep our immune system strong, because God says if you eat these things, you're going to have long and lingering and wasting diseases come upon you. It tells you that in the book of Deuteronomy. And so he warns you not to do it. He gives you the law, and he says, hey, here's the deal. You can choose life. You can choose death. And then he gives you the cliff notes, and he says, choose life. <laughs> okay. So a lot of people, they want to just keep eating pork or shellfish or whatever, and they don't care about what the word of God says. But if he tells you if you eat certain foods, it's going to cause all kinds of lingering diseases and all kinds of death. Why would you want to do it? And then, and you, then you got to look. You got to look at John. You got to look at First John, and, and, and chapter three, verse twenty-two, and it says, starting with verse twenty-one, "Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God, and we will ask from Him whatever we ask, because we keep His commandments and we do what is pleasing His sight. And this His commandment is that we should believe in the name of His Son Jesus Christ, and we should love one another just as He commanded us. Now, we also need to realize too." It also says that if we love him, we will walk as Jesus walks. We've got to ask ourselves this question. Jesus walked in love, and he did everything he possibly could to try to help people all the time, including healing the blind or raising the dead. And for that, they basically synagogue of Satan crucified him. It says that right there in the book of John. He basically tells us who they are, and in the book of Revelation, they straight calls them the synagogue of Satan, which were the worshipers of Baal and Moloch and Asher that were still right there in the middle of that synagogue. But here's the question. Ask yourself this question. What would Jesus do? Did Jesus eat pork? Uh, if I remember right, he sent a whole bunch of demons with a whole herd of swine, thousands of them. And they sent down a, went down a steep bank, and they, they drowned themselves. Did he not do that? So the Bible said he did. Well, that kind of gives you his indication about eating pig, doesn't it? And then people say, well, that's because they didn't know what refrigeration was. <laughs> okay, let's go step away from the Bible. World Health Organization says number one cause of cancer globally is pork consumption. 
That's, that's the World Health Organization, that Rothschild controlled mess. They're even telling you the truth. So here's the thing. If you love God, just do what he asks. You know, don't commit adultery. Don't eat pork. Don't eat shellfish. Do the best you can to obey the Old Testament dietary guidelines. And remember God's relationship to man and God's relationship to man's relationship to man forever was changed by the, by the, by the death and resurrection of Jesus. Austin, go ahead. I'm sorry I went long. Austin, go ahead and finish it up, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Love you guys. I'm going to sum it up real fast. You don't even have to look in the Bible at it. What is a scavenger? Scavenger is defined as an animal that feeds on the remains of other animals or eats decomposing plants or animal matter. Hog, hyena, raccoons, vultures, they all fall into that category. If you want to eat scavengers, that's your choice. If you do not want to eat scavengers, that's also probably a very smart choice. Make a smart choice, my friends. If you guys need anything, give us a call at healthmasters.com. We're here to help you out the best we can. 1-800-726-1834. You can call and actually get a live person. You're not going to get anybody overseas or a, uh, a recording for the next four hours of why you need to sit on hold or anything like that. Give us a call and we'll help you out the best we possibly can when it comes to nutrition and supplement and dietary needs. Also, to be sure to check out the product of the week. Y'all voted in at one. Hyaluronic acid on sale right now. That'll be going up in the next couple hours. And if you need anything, thank you for the support of Health Masters. Thank you for contacting us and thank you for getting the truth out there. We couldn't do it on our own. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always.